Spartans! Ready your breakfast and eat hearty. For tonight, we dine in the powerful Nerdcast. Hello, yes. my friends. I'm Corey, and joined with me is Christian on this beautiful Memorial Day Monday. Yes, uh, usually we release on a Monday, but, you know, we had things happen, and now we're recording on a Monday, and don't complain, because it's free. <laughs> there you go. America, right there. America. Yeah, yeah, dude, uh, glad we're here. A lot of things have happened. Uh, I didn't get to sit in on the latest manga chapter reviews, but they were good. Yeah, for the let's most part. talk about those for a little bit, yeah, because I know yeah. people want your opinion on those. Bleach, not so important, but let's talk about Naruto first, which was finally getting to see Naruto in action, fighting against Shin Uchiha and his weird little Migi Jubi creature and everything. <laughs> we don't know what that thing is yet, but I like the mystery behind that. And the chapter ended with Sarada finally running into Sasuke for the very first time. Yes. And uh, next chapter, Sasuke's probably just going to decapitate her, and that'll be the end of this yeah, he'll be like, And then he'll be, like, holding her head, and he'll be like, Naruto, I got one. <laughs> and it'll be the most oppressive like, chapter. no, wait, no. <laughs> <laughs> that is really messed up. But it's I know. clearly not going to go that way. No, it's not going to go that way. I thought the chapter was really good. I enjoyed uh, seeing Naruto use some of his powers. Mm-hmm. Uh, confused about a few things. I don't think he had the nine tails in him anymore, but yet he retains the chakra mode. We're, we're we kind of uh, we're getting out of a little. Loop. Cra- yeah, we're out of the loop on that. I feel like I saw a comment. Someone says there's a reason for that that mm. they explained in the last movie. Yeah. Uh, so we don't know yet. From from what I understand, like you know how there were like the two different forms of Karama. They yes. joined them back together, and now they're within Naruto, which allows him to draw an even more greater power. Oh, okay, cool. Yeah. Well, there we go. I mean, go. we haven't seen the last yet. That is going to be coming out on, hopefully, DVD or Blu-ray this summer, but we're definitely going to check that out as, uh, out as soon as we get it. Yes, yes. And then uh, One Piece, uh, really cool. Uh, Luffy, I'm just going to transition to One Piece, but mm-hmm. I thought the uh, I thought the ending to Naruto was kind of sad because it was like his daughter was all excited about seeing Sasuke, and then all of a sudden, oh my god, he's like about to kill her. You know, mm-hmm. he's like, oh, another one of your fucking friends showed up, you know, and I was very depressed. And it mostly had to do with that I saw the latest episode of Game of Thrones, and I was very depressed <laughs> off that, and then mm-hmm. another person killing their, their babies and shit. I was all <laughs> sad and depressing. I didn't I mean, th- think this about is it. clearly going to be, like, a plan by Sasuke to maybe test his daughter a little bit, because I refuse to believe that he doesn't realize that this is his daughter. And, I mean, it's not like the world of Naruto doesn't have technology, like, you know, they got cell phones. We've seen them in use. Or at least radios. You know, or there has to have been a way for Sasuke to have at least seen a picture or something from his daughter. There's no way he doesn't know who this is. Especially What do you because... think, like, like Naruto took a selfie next to his baby daughter yeah. and sent it to him, texted him? <laughs> that would destroy the entire, like, ninja <laughs> dynamic of Naruto altogether. And, that, and that's the thing. That's, like, a fine line that the uh, Kishimoto likes to walk through. Like, you know, some technology works, some's not, but people still live, like, in old school ways. Yeah, yeah, it's interesting. And also, but the, at the same time, Sasuke sent his message to Naruto about the uh, Sharingan user through a hawk. Mm-hmm. So they go, they go back and forth. Okay, One Piece. So we had Luffy is out of uh, Chakra, a.k.a. hockey, a.k.a. whatever energy, you want. Energy, energy. He needs to eat. He needs to eat. Yeah. You know, he has got to make his own spirit bomb for a little while, and yeah. then he'll be good to go. He's out of hockey. And uh, everyone jumps in to help him because mm-hmm. that's what Luffy's true powers are. It's not his... It's not his uh, fruit power. It's not that. It's that he makes friends with everyone he runs into, mm-hmm. like most shonen heroes. And so now he has uh, Sabo helping him, fighting, you know, Jesus, even though you don't mess with the Jesus oh, yeah. or something <laughs> like that. And uh, then uh, we have the uh, uh, announcer, Gantz or Gantz or Gats or whatever. Gats. Gats. Uh, who's just a big fan of Lucy, mm-hmm. you know? And so he was all about it. Mm-hmm. And uh, 
hit pretty much his he has a whole bunch of fodder dudes that are getting killed by doflamingo mm-hmm. seems cool uh i'm excited about it it uh gets me pumped to see the next one we also saw everyone pushing against the birdcage to try to stop it power friendship is probably going to stop the birdcage <laughs> uh that's pretty standard stuff though yeah. you know i'm not I'm not that blown away by i don't that. know if we're going on like planet dynamic time at this point from this you know because there's yeah they keep lot- like just drop 10 minutes has passed 20 mm-hmm. minutes has passed you're like wait really mm-hmm. i only saw like five panels mm-hmm. so I mean, so much has actually happened in that time, too, like, as the birdcage has been, like, you know, closing up slowly. All these crazy battles have been going on. Some of them aren't even finished. You know, Jesus Burgess was hit, like, point blank by one of Sabo's moves, and he's still fighting back, which I think is really impressive. That was probably my favorite thing about One Piece chapter last week is just that final page where you just see all the chaos of everybody, like, trying to stop the birdcage, Doflamingo killing people, Luffy trying to get his power back. Just, we're finally reached that, like, that desperation moment where things are about to get really crazy. Well, things have to happen now. There's no... You know, Doflamingo had uh, some of his minions, like, push Luffy away from mm-hmm. the castle. Pika. Pika, like, shoved Luffy away from the castle all of a sudden. None of that exists anymore. It's only time for fighting to solve the issues. So mm-hmm. uh, it's good. the best part of the arc is definitely happening now. Mm-hmm. Unless all of a sudden we go to a Sabo flashback arc halfway through this arc. You know, I'm not even that opposed to a Sabo flashback arc. Well, okay, that's the, the wrong character. Is... I'm talking about someone that sucks yeah, getting yeah. a flashback. I mean, it would have to be someone I think maybe a little more relevant to what's going on. And you know what? Let's prepare ourselves for this. We're probably going to get a big backstory on Doflamingo right before his defeat. We've already gotten glimpses of it and, you know, some small, like, previews of it, but we need, like, a full-fledged A to B history of Doflamingo, like, really why he's the way he is, because he's just... Such an incredibly sadistic character that I do want to learn a little bit more about, like, why he is this way, aside from the fact that maybe he just feels he's entitled because, you know, he comes from royalty. He's supposed to come from royalty, but his yeah. dad, his dad, knowing that the Celestial Dragons were douchebags, opted out of being one. And now the, uh, you know, instead of letting him live a peaceful life, they threw him to the wolves and uh, Doflamingo regrets it since then. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, he's a spoiled brat. We'll see how that goes. But, I mean, uh, he doesn't want to, like, let that go. Like, he doesn't want to let his, like, royal side go away. Like, he, he's... Once you're in, that's it. Like, Do you think he's going to get defeated, but not actually like get put in jail? Just sort of like get exiled? Like, uh, who was the guy, the lightning guy? Exi- uh, Enel or Inaru, depending on what translation. No, the guy that had the huge gauges. Yeah, the, the, the lightning guy. Who <laughs> the earlobe who, guy? Honestly, I still think is one of the most powerful characters in the show. It's just he just got the worst luck. He just happened to run into the one opponent. Yeah. He, like, was the perfect, like, you know... He got rock, paper, scissored. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, real hard. He got hard. Pokemon to death. <laughs> which sucks, because he was a really cool character and a great villain. Um, but, uh, yeah, I kind of see what you mean by that. Yeah, so that's interesting. So, yeah, that's But, the... I mean, how often does, like, a major villain in One Piece ever just, like, get completely destroyed and killed, blown away? We never see them again. No, that doesn't really happen. Yeah. That, they kind of stick un- around. Unless they're, like, a main character or, like, an old character, like Whitebeard... They're not going anywhere. Well, Whitebeard White got killed, mm-hmm. so that's a little different. Yeah. I was looking through some images on DeviantArt the other day, um, and, and I, I like seeing like what could possibly happen at the end of Dressrosa, and uh, I saw this great image of what looked like Sabo being killed from behind by Fujitora with his hand through him and Luffy right under him, and it's like, underneath, what if this happened? Yeah. Like, how would you react if Sabo dies in almost the same exact way as Ace, which I don't, really don't think that's ever going to happen. You know, we still have to be introduced to the revolutionaries. Well, maybe they come around because Sabo gets killed. The other thing is, if they kill Sabo, it's such a... Okay, let's be honest. Ace was a wasted opportunity. They, like, brought that guy up, 
and then they just killed him off. They didn't even, like, explore him very there much. There was, like, he appeared at the very beginning of the Alabasta arc. Yeah. He was implied that he was awesome. We saw that he was awesome. He disappeared for a little bit. He popped up for an occasional cameo. He fought against Blackbeard. He was locked up, and then he was killed. Like, that's it. He didn't do much. You know, a oh, lot of... well, we did get the arc, but that was more yeah, also the back, for Luna. the backstory arc, yeah. Yeah. Um, which I guess you could argue, you know, that we did get a lot of FaceTime with him in terms of that, but I wanted to see more of, like, Fire Fist Ace as an adult. I wanted to see him coming up in the Whitebeard Pirates. I Mm -hmm. wanted to see this or that. They didn't show shit with Ace. You know, and you know, I'm not a really big advocate for filler in anime, but that would be a really great filler arc would be to see the backstory of Ace working for uh, Whitebeard and how he became like one of his uh, top pirates in that crew. I think that would be really awesome. Yeah. And it's something that they honestly, I think would be good timing for it. Um, if only for the whole Sabo getting the whole Mera Mera no me thing. And the fact that just the anime version is so freaking close to the manga version of One Piece right now. It's scary. Yeah, it's like right there. Mm-hmm. But mean, we still got the backstory with uh, Law coming up and uh, there's some other things. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm just really excited because I saw the uh, last episode of One Piece alongside you mm-hmm. and uh, I really liked it. Yeah, it, it wasn't uh, the perfect episode. You know, anything that involves like Luffy fighting the Nutcrackers, I'm just like, eh, okay, whatever. The build up to the Usopp stuff was nice. Um, and little by little, we're getting to see more of the major battles come into play. But, you know, the anime version compared to the manga is just, it's a different beast. Altogether. Yeah, absolutely. Mm-hmm. I, I love it. So what else we got? We could talk about, uh, I was, I just love science, you know, I'm like mm-hmm. a big science dork. Yeah. Uh, I don't know much about science, but I enjoy mm-hmm. reading about it. And like, I saw some cool pictures of like the sun's magnetic field, uh, with some of the new cameras and stuff. Mm-hmm. And like, uh, here, I'll just show you this real quick. Like, look at that. Like that's, that's going on right now, right now out where in the world. And people are like complaining about their Wi-Fi connections. Yes. Like, this yes. is amazing shit going on. That's right been happening. Here millions of years way beyond us you mm-hmm. know anyway so i thought i always read about science i mm-hmm. think it's so cool and also uh what was it remember that time we saw so outside of um i'm not really an expert in this so i may fuck this up but outside of mars there's an asteroid belt that happens you know like that's the thing they're always like oh could we even reach the other planets outside of mars mm-hmm. in our solar system because there's an asteroid belt and i think i've shown you the animation like this asteroid belt isn't everyone thinks everything because we have this stupid uh vision of our solar systems as planets with these strings around them mm-hmm. but things don't always go in circles they go like in loop or like uh, ovals mm-hmm. and like the way we rotate and then the way this asteroid belt rotates it's like it's almost like a triforce symbol and we're always dodging these huge rocks like swinging around mm-hmm. us so we almost have this invisible force field barrier around us and then beyond that if you go outside to almost pluto our sun pushes out a magnetic field that's so large it stops outside space radiation from coming in and killing everything in our solar system so we have two physical barriers that save our planet from outside things. One is the physical barrier of the the, the asteroid belt, and then the second is a magnetic, invisible uh, space radiation force field. And no one knows about that shit. I don't know. Why did I have to find about that on the internet and listening to stupid podcasts? You know, like, <laughs> why did I not, why didn't I know about that in school? They didn't hmm. teach me any of that Frickin cool Neil shit. Neil deGrasse Tyson over here, I man. know, I know. I fucking, uh, I'm not as cool or black, so, you know, <laughs> no one's going to listen to me. So, yeah, space. It's deep. The final frontier. There's a lot out there. You know, it's the endless frontier. You know, we, we haven't even tapped into space yet. It might you all know. be a hologram and we're in the Matrix, too. No, I'd, so I'd like to... Don't, don't say that. <laughs> I'd, I'd, I'd like to think, you know, hopefully we'll see something a little crazier within our lifetime. Do you wish you were born, like, 500 years in the future? Or, like, 500... Or pick a time. 
past or, or future? Where would you wish you could be born? Ooh, future. But only because, like, the, the past is messed up, man. The past is ruthless. I mean, and... we're white, though. We're cool. We're, we make it back a few thousand years. Yeah, but that don't, mean, that don't mean shit depending <laughs> on the era. Like, what if it was, like, the medieval era? Like, what, what would you be... Would you be a peasant or would you be a knight working for, like, your holy country? Yeah, and if you're... It, you know? I don't know. You're just and it's like, only a matter of time before you get killed by an arrow or, you know, you're going to die by the time you're 30 anyway. If you're lucky. If you're lucky, lucky. You know, why, you know, living in the future is just so much better. You know, we've evolved to a point, too, where, you know, we, we've lived better. We have better medicine. I mean, it's just, it's obvious. Yes, it's obviously know? better. I guess you could look at the romantic romanticism mm-hmm. of it, though. You know, oh, I want to live in Paris in the 20s. Yeah. Or, you know, I, I want to. Uh, I always forget that movie, and I'm scared to say the title because it such sounds so similar to that Paris po- sex tape that she Paris Hilton sex tape, Midnight at Paris or yeah. One Night in Paris or something yeah, like that. Like... But there's this other film um, uh, by the name of again, I don't remember the name, but it was a uh, who's is it Woody Allen? Yeah, Woody Allen. Yeah, uh, Woody Allen. Yeah. yeah, he had a he had a film. Can you believe that guy had sex appeal? <laughs> He's actually a pervert if you go back and listen to him. He's his... an extreme pervert. I think he married his daughter or yeah. stepdaughter. He makes good movies. Yeah. Oh. And he fucks his daughter. Okay. Yeah, okay. You know, so, it, there's an asterisk next to his name. Yeah. You know, next... so, so what about this movie? <laughs> anyway, it's about uh, who's the guy from Wedding Crashers? Uh, you? Uh, not Shut the fuck up. The other guy. <laughs> Shut the um, fuck which up. Which one? Uh, you mean uh, the two Owen, guys? Owen, Owen Wilson. Owen, Owen Wilson, Wilson like yeah, plays. Yeah, I like that guy. He's good. I like him. Owen Wilson plays a famous producer that goes to Paris to, and him and his wife are going to get married in mm-hmm. Paris. And uh, he finds this cool old car, and he just all of a sudden is transported back to Paris in the twenties. And it's the most amazing film. I have never heard of it. And this is an Owen Wilson movie. No, it's a Woody Allen movie where Owen Wilson plays uh, Woody Allen because Woody Allen's too old to be. Woody Allen. I'm just anymore. trying to imagine Owen Wilson as Woody Allen. You know, I gotta look this movie up. Yeah. Anyway, uh, excuse me, guys. I've got a little bit of allergies. Um, this kind of why I'm wearing sunglasses so you don't don't see me like mm. melting over here. <laughs> uh, the uh, but I'll look it up in a second. Uh, I'm the only one with a laptop today because Corey uh, on purpose forgot his and then said he didn't want to bring it. I got it. my my info right here. Are you using it right on now? Are you helping me out? You want, uh, you not want really, information no. backup? I do have a few things queued up, though. Okay. Anyway, uh, it's just the most brilliant movie because you get to go see Paris in the 20s. Mm-hmm. And uh, it, there, there's this message because he meets this girl who was Picasso's um, uh, girlfriend. More like Picasso's side bitch, really. <laughs> okay, you know? yeah. And, uh, and he and her are going around, and then all of a sudden they find... I'm totally ruining this movie, you guys. The, the journey is the important part, not... The ending of the film okay the journey it's it's the uh the film is great and uh so then they find a carriage and then they go back in time another hundred years to like paris in the 1920s or something and she wanted to meet the artists of paris back then and then owen wilson is like uh, do 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 a good Owen Wilson impression. I need to get cued into his like. Uh, the thing about Owen Wilson is that he just sort of stumbles around so what he's, he's saying. Like, you know, he tries to get to the point of what he's saying, but he can't because he has to describe how good it is. He he's likes like, it. It's good. I'm, it's great. I'm I like it. I'm seeing a theme here. I wanted to uh, go see the people back hundred years from me, and you want to see the people hundred years from you. He's like, I'm seeing the theme. I'm seeing the theme, and that is the theme of the. And then film. you just repeat that like a couple more times, just a different way, and you, you make know, sure your voice you know, gets a little you, lower each you know, time. You know. 
And so, yeah, like that was the point of the film that uh, you're never happy where you are. Yeah. You're you're just happy. You always think you're going to be happy where you wish you could be, but mm-hmm. you won't be happy there. There'll be people that are unhappy there, too, yeah. with where they are. Mm-hmm. And uh, it was a beautiful film. The, the lighting. It also has uh, Michael Fassbender. Yeah. Nope. Nope. Who's the guy no. that played Loki? That played Loki? You know, I don't know his name. Is He's it Tom very... Hiddleston? Why not? I'll go with it. I'm really, you know, I'm. I'm, I'm usually not 100% on these, but that name just seems like it's associated with Loki at this point. Tom Hiddleston. We'll see if that's Probably correct. saying it wrong, but uh, yeah. Midnight in Paris. So, okay, if that movie's called Midnight in Paris, what's Paris Hilton's sex tape called? Isn't it like fucking just Paris Hilton? I don't know. <laughs> like... I'm looking it up. Okay. I'm sorry, guys. I know this may not be the most intellectual podcast you've ever done, but I'm looking it up. Uh... <laughs> intellectual podcast. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think we're going to be able to top your whole uh, planetary study. Paris Hilton uh, sex tape. I mean, how do we follow? How do we follow up all that shit about the planets? Okay, so his is midnight in Paris. Midnight in Paris. And Paris Hilton's is called one night in Paris. One night in Paris. You get that? Because insert. Because you're in Paris. Yeah. Hilton. Yeah. Just clearing that up. Mm-hmm. But anyway, uh, let's see who's she in this. She's not aged well. She's not famous anymore. Yeah, she looks like a breadstick that was like burnt. <laughs> Like. This, okay, so uh, Owen Wilson, Owen Wilson is in it. Rachel McAdams. Yeah. Uh, 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 okay, who are there's just a ton of famous people here. All right, so Midnight in Paris. Here, see if you recognize any of these people, Corey. Oh boy, here we go. We have uh, Mimi Kennedy. Oh, I love Mimi's movies. Michael Sheen. Uh, the name sounds familiar. But I don't know. I don't know who any of these people. Mar- oh, have you guys seen the new Maurice Sonnenberg movie? Yeah, no. it's my fave. I'm gonna be honest. This is the type of movie I would probably never ever see. But I know, promise Christian, it's good. Your your movie uh, boundaries go beyond mine. Yeah, but what have I really recommended crazy movies that you don't like? Once you uh, sit down, that first one was that one French movie, which was good though, which was really good, and no one will ever watch. And of it. course, Ex Machina, which At, just came out recently, which was great. Yeah. Uh, that French film, oh man, that French film was so good. It's called uh, Jean de Florette. It's a famous French soap opera, I guess, if you really want to look at it. Yeah. But it's just well-made movie, and they didn't have TV shows, I guess. A it's lot one of the TV few shows. Times I like willingly then. sat down and watched like a whole foreign movie. It was three hours. Yeah, but it's totally worth it. I mean, I don't know if it's going to be any Jurassic World. Oh God. Or Ant Man. Oh God. But we're just going to have to wait and see. <laughs> we'll just have to uh, pray. Speaking of Marvel movies, uh, something that we've been talking about over the course of the last couple weeks is how social media and stuff is just constantly giving away like all of these scenes and pictures from all these film sets and everything. And, you know, they're currently filming Captain America Civil War. I know people working on that. And they just showed off like this fight between Captain America and one of the big villains of the movie. There's a villain by in the... that? Oh, yeah, dude. There's going to be a couple villains, I imagine. Um, but it's this one guy by the name of Crossbones, who's actually a character who has appeared in uh, some of the other movies, but he hasn't been in costume until this one. And uh, if you remember from Captain America Civil War, he's that one Hydra agent who's just a badass hand-to-hand fighter. And uh, he's actually in full costume Hi, in the Hale. movie. Yeah. Hydra. Hi, Hail Hydra. Hail Hydra. And uh, he's got this awesome costume. Like, it's all covered in armor. He has this, like, skull mask. That's kind of like his whole thing. You know, he usually wears, like, a skull mask and has crossbones across his chest. And uh, he's kind of like the Marvel version of Bane only in appearance, not actually in powers. And he does predate Bane by a couple of years, so he actually uh, originated first. But there's a lot of footage of Captain America, yeah, there you go, fighting against crossbones and uh, just doing a lot of stunt work and people just like running 
through what looks like possibly another African city. It looks like they're going to be going back to Africa again, um, possibly due to all the damage they caused at the end of Age of Ultron. Yeah, exactly. Because <laughs> everybody fucking <laughs> plays drums in Africa. I just always remember every time I think of Africa, it's uh, uh, this this video of this guy is like, show me your Africa face. And he's like, oh, my God. Sorry, Corey. <laughs> Someone's laughing. Your silence is not reiterated by our fans. Okay. <laughs> Okay. But uh, but yeah, that's the thing. Like, I'm I'm really glad that I got to see like what Crossbones is gonna look like. But I didn't like the fact that there's all that footage all over the place of him and Cap fighting because I feel like I've already seen like half the movie at this point, and it's not even out yet. So for the sake of not being spoiled anymore, I'm going to try to avoid that stuff as much as I can. Mostly the Twitter stuff. I'll still look at like trailers and stuff, but like TV spots and all that stuff, it's just it's too much, you know. Well, uh, TV spots are big spoilers nowadays. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I know they are. They're huge. They're ridiculous. Like every single t- every day, I get like uh, like a video sent to me. Hey, there's a new Jurassic World footage. No, I don't want to look at it yet. I really want to go to that movie and really experience it like super fresh. Same thing for Ant Man. Oh yeah, I saw some stuff that I was like, "Why are you showing me all this?" Yeah. Like I I don't really care about spoilers, so mm-hmm. I'm not really a person that cares. But like they gave away a lot of cool stuff, mm-hmm. and I was like, "Damn." Like stop it! Like the training sequences with him and the Raptors, and mm-hmm. like I'm like, we knew this already. Why are you showing me more? I already knew this was going to happen. You know, save some of it. Uh, yeah. So uh, I'll, I can uh, talk to my friend, and we're actually he's not allowed to tell me anything that happens on that film. He signed an NDA. Of course and, they uh, can't. But it doesn't matter because they'll, cr- they'll get the crap suit out if they hear us talking about something like that. Well, no, we won't actually ask him anything, but I'm just saying, like, uh, it's just, it's sad that, like, paparazzi just get on there and just Mm -hmm. take pictures of everything like that. Like, all the Suicide Squad stuff that's come out over the last week, like, there's a lot of footage of them, uh, I think they're filming in Toronto, uh, there's a scene of Jared Leto as the Joker, which, he is going to have the tattoos. On the face. On the face, it's been confirmed, um, but there's, like, scenes of him, like, bit-slapping Harley Quinn and stuff. And uh, there's also been a, a few more pictures of Killer Croc, which the more I see him, the more I kind of warm up to it, because who knows what it's actually going to look like in the actual movie. Uh, but I saw like a full like costume shot of it like up close, and it does look pretty good. Um, not exactly what I wanted, but I am warming up to it more as it goes on. Yeah, I don't know. We'll see. I'm not. It's not that I'm not impressed with Suicide Squad. I just mm-hmm. could care less. I just yeah, want to see it. it. it I, maybe it's something that's just going to have to grow on us first. Um, but, uh, first we have a few, uh, viewer questions, Whoa. uh, from some people, Let me hear uh, it. one of which is, uh, by far one of our most loyal fans of all time, Blue Sakuga, oh, uh, who's Blue helped Sakuga. us out on a number of different projects. Um, he of course also makes Sakuga videos, um, and all that stuff. Uh, but he has a few questions for us. One of the first ones, uh, are you guys getting the DVD slash Blu-ray release of Jojo this summer? Uh, and I'm going to say this right now. Hell freaking Yes. <laughs> JoJo's Bizarre Adventure has, like, blown my mind about how creative and fun it is. And this goes in line to another question uh, that you're asking, which is, of the spring shows that you're watching this season, what's your favorite? Um, Mine's, believe it or not, a returning show, which is JoJo. Even with all the other new shows that have started, even with the amazingness that is Fate, Stay Night, Unlimited Blade Works. You showed me a clip of that the mm -hmm. other day? Of Unlimited Blade Works? Or was that Blood Blockade? Uh, That was Blood Blockade Battlefront. Oh, wow. Which is even just as insane in (laughs) many ways. Um, but just, I've just experienced this series from the beginning and it's really ramping up And the last couple of episodes have just been amazing. And when they just announced that they were going to release that series on uh, DVD, I'm like, oh yeah, I'm definitely going to pick that up. So I'm going to pick that up. 
I'll do an unboxing for you guys because there's a lot of really cool anime that's coming out this summer, uh, some of which is never even been released in America before. There's a Gundam anime that I've never owned, which is finally being released uh, thanks to the good people at Write Stuff. It's called Turn a Gundam. I've never seen it. It's a Gundam from like the early 2000s, so I'm really, really pumped for that. Uh, there's a few new Naruto sets, a few new One Piece sets, and this weekend we're going to Momocon. Yes. which is an anime convention, and uh, we're going to be going to the Funimation panel, and they might even be announcing some new things. And uh, speaking of which, if you're going to be in Atlanta, Georgia, uh, this weekend, uh, we are going to be at Momocon. It's going to be at the uh, Georgia World Congress Center. Yep. It's a huge anime convention, cosplay, panels, video rooms, video game competitions, parades, everything. Corey and I are going to be wandering around there Yeah, so all if you want to stop, say hello to us, you can. Um, you know, so yeah, I'm really excited about that because last year's convention was crazy. Conventions are so much fun. Uh, mm -hmm. I don't even know how to describe them. I feel like a lot more people are going to them nowadays than they used to. Mm -hmm. But like conventions are like this nerdy nerd welcome zone where you just go and do whatever you want. And mm -hmm. Everyone's cool. Everyone yeah. smells bad. Yeah. So everyone's cool. not everyone, <laughs> but I'd say like 75 percent of these dudes do not even know what deodorant is. Please just try, guys. Please just speed stick it up. Man. I, I know maybe you don't want to drive home. You're like, I'll just fucking crash in some random dude's hotel room mm -hmm. and then, you know, just wake up and do it again. But don't do that. Like, take a shower. Take some time out of your day. Bring an extra shirt because maybe you, like, rage hard all throughout the days, but then you want to go to some... Dude, some... My, my, my conventions, I bring, like, five shirts a day. It's just you plow through those because you mm -hmm. never stop moving. You mm -hmm. just keep moving. Uh, highlight of last year, we got to meet Doug Walker at the autograph session, mm -hmm. uh, the Nostalgia Critic, if you don't know who that is. And he helped us out with our video. Mm -hmm. By help us out, we we begged him, hey, will you make this video clip real quick for us? And then... <laughs> <laughs> we didn't beg him, though. He was really nice. He was all about it. He was really, it. you know, all for it. And yeah. uh, we're going to try to meet him again this year. And we, uh, we're we going to try to hopefully get him uh, in a cameo in one of our other videos that we're working on uh, that uh, is the next Naruto movie review. And uh, We already have a few people involved. Yeah, we in have it. a few people uh, in the YouTube anime community who are actually involved in this project. Uh, they have like a little cameo in the review, and it's something that I've been working on because I want to work more with uh, people within the community and do more collabor uh, collaborative projects because um, yeah, we can really build this community into something really awesome. Well, before we get on to that, I just also want to say, uh, what else do you like about conventions before we get away from that? Cause that's the so dealer's cool. room, without a doubt, is like the thing that I think most people look forward to the most because it's just so overwhelmingly awesome. I, of, I have a just... love-hate relationship with the dealer's room because there's, there, excuse me, there's certain things that are always there. Yeah. Always. Which I'm just not interested in. Yeah. So I pass right by them. Mm -hmm. But then once in a while, you run into some really cool shit there. Yeah. And I don't buy DVDs like you do. So you like the DVDs. You and, like and, some and, of those other things. You know, things. I rarely even buy DVDs at anime conventions anymore. Years ago, uh, it was the thing to do because you could get them early and, uh, you know, it just buying online wasn't as prevalent. Now it's just much easier to Amazon. But I think, you know, there's just there's so much to see, like... I'm really more interested now in just all the t-shirt booths more than anything. The t-shirt booths. That's booth. one of my favorite They're things. They're very about creative. Conventions. Mm -hmm. Like, my goal this weekend, too, is to get, like, uh, three to four shirts. Uh, just because they're always so creative and they're always things. A lot of them you can only find at conventions too. Like there's some people there who have like their own online store, but then there's some people no. We just go to conventions and sell our stuff. That's and, it. Uh, and just they're all awesome and amazing. I really want to get a uh, a Gengar shirt, Pokemon. Gengar. Yeah, like like there's this one. It has like all of its evolutions. Like it has Mega Evolution, and it's like this just the silhouette. Like you don't actually see it. Like Mega, Gengar, Hauntor, Ghastly. And it's oh, all, and it's, oh, and it's got like a purple fade, and it looks really awesome. 
Uh, I've just I've always I haven't like I don't have any Pokemon shirts. We except also for do, uh, Slowbro. We also uh, do which some, I did get in an anime convention. Yes, you did. A lot of people yeah. ask. One of the other thing, a lot of people ask you where you get your shirts. Mm-hmm. You know, and you uh, you have a big shirt collection that's mm-hmm. definitely nerdy in mm-hmm. nature and helps complement our videos. My, my goal recently has been like try to get two shirts a month. Uh-huh. Uh huh. Just because I, I need to, you know, I like to swap things out as much as possible. Absolutely, and, and that's a, that's why I also look forward to these conventions, trying to find like the next big shirt. <laughs> the uh, uh, one of my favorites is like that Gundam shirt I got you, and a few of the other things, mm-hmm. you know. The, but uh, we also use it as kind of a business opportunity. Like we always mm-hmm. pitch our channel and like tell people, like, "Hey, send us free shirts, and we'll like shout you out and stuff," mm-hmm. you know. And uh, sometimes it works, sometimes it doesn't. But it's mm-hmm. always fun to like talk business with people that benefit from our community you know mm-hmm. like because we, we have this like nerdy niche thing and they sell the nerdy niche people mm-hmm. and also i got some cool art uh every time we, I, i'm gonna go get one i want to show one show okay. one off Real cool. yeah it is actually really awesome and uh without a doubt like the minute we saw it we were like oh we got to put that in a frame and it does it looks amazing um just there's so much to see at these anime conventions it's just nuts and like i said the dealer's room is definitely my favorite not just like for the t-shirts but just for all of just the merchandise it's everywhere you can choose from just about everything yeah exactly yogurt needs to set up shop at freaking momocon this weekend (laughs) yogurt (laughs) look at at this one i got this one the bass the voyage of the basilisk Yes. That's like framed. I'm going to hang it up soon. And then I got this one. This one was actually a birthday present. I haven't shown you this one yet, Cord. Oh, okay. Yeah. World exclusive, bitches. (laughs) So this is like brand spanking new. Oh, my God. That is awesome, dude. Freaking Tyrion Lannister. Got the Dinklage. Oh, my God. I think I'm going to put him in the bathroom so, you know. (laughs) Put him so he can watch you wee every time. He can watch you wee with his piercing blue eyes. Well, you well, you get rid of your dinklet, your dingleberries while looking at dinklage. Okay, I hope that was as fun as it was. I don't for think me. there's any way we're gonna top the dinklage in the frame. <laughs> like that's pretty amazing. Where where did that come from exactly? My girlfriend snuck it away from me because I bought that at a convention. and She mm. snuck it away from me when I wasn't looking and got it framed. <sighs> that's so awesome. I'm gonna go close that door though. Yeah. No, that's that's really awesome, and it, it's it's very piercing. Like I said, that in a bathroom would be really funny. It definitely scared the piss out of some people. <laughs> yeah. It's, it's really a coaching method to help them get their most out of their bathroom experience. Mm. <laughs> yeah. I don't know where to go from there. There, Corey. Look at that. Okay. <laughs> okay, so... Uh, I just like to show Corey things yeah. while we're podcasting. It's just a dude like waving this hot dog in this woman's face, and she looks really uncomfortable about it. Yeah, and the title is my, when I got my first unsolicited dick pic, and it's just her getting a hot dog rubbed in her face. Oh my god! <laughs> I love the internet. Yeah. What else you got, Corey? Uh, let's see here. We have uh, a few things. Uh, again, from Blue Sakuga, of course. Dude, that guy never stops. I mean I that as a compliment. But this is good though, um, because. Recently, the Naruto Shippuden anime, the filler, just finished, which means we're finally about to get some new episodes, and he wanted to hear from us what we're hoping to see from the end. Of course, we have a lot of big battles, and I don't think we're going to be able to really talk about all of this, but I mean, we got Guy versus Madara, Naruto and Sasuke versus Madara, Kaguya versus Team 7, and Naruto versus Sasuke, all over the span of the next year, and I'm just really hoping they can do it justice and there's no more freaking filler. That's all I really have to say, just... Good production, good animation. Don't waste time. If you're going to do a filler, make it something that works. Simple as that. You think they're going to make a filler? 
Uh, if they, yeah, I totally think they're gonna make a filler just because of the track record of Naruto. I've just, I've seen it happen so many times. You know, you don't think it's just gonna be, you know, like, straight this is through. It, straight yeah. through. No, there's no way. Uh, probably because they also have to build up this brand new Boruto movie that's coming out in the fall, which we still know next to nothing about. But uh, to answer your question, Blue, yeah, I'm excited. I'm beyond excited. This is what I've been waiting for the entire time. I just I hope they put a lot of production into it, and I know that the first couple episodes probably aren't going to be that amazing because that crew is working on the new movie. So, yeah. That's true, and it's definitely seen in the recent filler arc. Mm. It's painfully true in the recent filler arc. God, your review of the fucking last episode was so funny, Corey. <laughs> I watched that. I, here's the thing, because I get so entertained by Corey's review sometimes, like just probably as much as you guys do as fans, because they're funny sometimes. Because you you got to make the fucking best out of whatever you get. Mm-hmm. <laughs> just because the episode sucks doesn't mean you can make a you shitty know, review. Not everybody reviews the filler, apparently. Like That was like one of the comments people were leaving. They're like, I don't even know why you look at this stuff, dude. You're like the only one who reviews every single episode. Um, and just, I don't know. I'm a glutton for punishment and I'm a big Naruto fan and I was really hoping there would just be a little bit more to it, but no. And I had to speak the truth. That was a crappy final episode. Yes, it was. You don't put freaking Hidan and Kakuzu in there and don't let them do anything. It's just a big... Or even show the Jinchuriki getting captured. I know. God, the whole arc was just a waste of time. They didn't even address it. I didn't do it. No. No. Nope. One thing that I really wish uh, I missed it, too, uh, because it was at the very beginning of May, was free comic book day. I didn't have a chance to go to the comic book store um, because I still haven't looked at the whole Marvel crossover with Attack on Titan. And I'm really hoping I'm going to be able to pick that up. But uh, someone else uh, left a question, which I think is really cool and something that I think would be uh, really fun to do in the future. Um, Kevin Cube says, I think Marvel and Naruto should have a crossover. And that just got me thinking about like all of the potential battles that could happen between those characters. And that's something like I might want to get into later in the summer is making like a whole like Marvel versus the Naruto universe. Cause I really think Marvel characters could go toe to toe with Naruto characters. You know, you could do the whole Dragon Ball versus the Marvel universe, but those guys are just so freaking powerful. They're too strong. Exactly. I mean, yeah. you could argue the only other person who would have like, you know, a chance would be Thanos. And that's why I don't want to get into that realm. But I'd like to do like just some of the uh, the normal characters fighting against them, and I think that would be awesome. And considering that the Attack on Titan uh, Marvel crossover was pretty successful, I'd like to see more in the future, more collaborations, more changes in art style. Like I'd like to see uh, you know Americans draw Naruto or uh, the Japanese draw you know the Marvel characters. Do you want to see a DC Marvel crossover? Um, I mean they've done it before. Yeah, I you know, know. Uh, I'd like to see it again, sure. But in a movie uh, form, the cinematic universe. Oh, uh, I mean. Yes, of course, I'd like to see that in a movie format. I don't think it's going to happen for a long time. Ten years, because, maybe. Uh, you know, I don't know. It's possible. You know, I didn't think Star Wars Episode Seven was going to come out in my lifetime, and here it is, like, all these trilogies and movies are coming out. Um, but, I mean, I feel, you know, DC's still trying to get their legs right now. They're still trying to, like, you know, catch up to Marvel right now. I think it's going to be a while before they even get to that. And Marvel has plans through the end of, like, 2020 and beyond. So, you know, who knows what's going to happen. I just don't know why they wouldn't do it. I mean, they, you know, they'd make so much money. I mean, don't you want to see Superman and Captain America hang out? Yes. You know, don't you want, you know, I want to see more crazy crossovers, though. You know, like, uh, I remember reading about the DC Marvel crossover that they had one time in the comics. Amalgam is what they called it. Yes, and, like, at the end of it, like, Superman had Thor's hammer and Captain America's shield. (laughs) (laughs) It's like, ah! It's too much power! I know. Well, he was the ultimate being at that point. Mm -hmm. Oh, look at this, Corey. 
Mm-hmm. Scroll down and look at these and tell me what you think. Okay, only 260 days until Star Wars Episode Seven. Oh, it's Key and Feel. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Look at those other ones. Oh my god, Jurassic World. Oh my god, there's so many movies, man. <laughs> that's crazy. I'm really excited for Jurassic World, and that's yeah. that's one of those movies too. Like for me, I'm 17 like, days or was seeing it, it with uh, Doctor yeah, Strange, about 500 days, weeks. Guardians um, of the Galaxy. I'm seeing two. it with like three different groups of people. Like with that movie, like my family wanted to go see it. I know that you guys wanted to go see it. I had another group of friends who said they wanted to go see it. So uh, I'm I'm kind of pumped up for Jurassic World. I hope it doesn't suck, considering how many times I'm going to end up having to watch this thing. Uh, but luckily, uh, you know, Ant Man comes out, and I still want to see freaking Mad Max. Heard that series was the balls, man. Found one guy that didn't like it so far, but everyone else has. I mean, you know, I'm an action junkie, and I've heard that movie's like just like a two hour. Like, you look at the previews for the movie, people are like, yeah, it's basically that for, like, two hours. And I'm like, I'm fucking What is it, a two-hour car chase? Yeah, like, I saw a preview where there's this dude, he was driving on this big, like, spiked bus, and he had a guitar that was shooting flames from it, like a flamethrower. I must see this movie. (laughs) Like, you have no idea how excited I am to see Mad Max. Um, We're we're going to have to make time and go see that. Yeah, I think it is. Because it's just, ugh, it's so good. Sounds good. Mm. I'm down with that. Here's here's a whole bunch of uh, Avengers pancakes being made. Avengers pancakes? God. Oh, that's actually really good. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> you I, know, I, I thought it was like you were going to show me something that looked kind of crappy. No, like someone worked their ass off on making that Hulk pancake. <laughs> it's good. It's a good whole pancake. Yeah. They got Captain America. They got Captain Cakes. Captain Cakes. Mm. Look, look at the Iron Man cake. They the Iron Man cake looks great. I don't know if they taste good. Yeah, they might. I don't know. Like, Maybe it's it just, basically looks like they're just they're taking like the batter, putting and mixing it with it. color, and then they like draw it in as opposed to just like pouring it. Which yeah, yeah, they draw. Jesus, they that's draw amazing. It in. Yeah, these people. They probably make so much money. Oh, on, imagine look, at, look they, at the Nick Fury. That one's pretty good. That looks almost picturesque. Oh my god! You can eat <laughs> Sam Jackson. The shock ate me and <laughs> you. Yeah. It's awesome. I know. That's pretty good. Okay, mm. sorry. My randomness on the internet. No, it's all good. I fucking love Imgur. Mm. It's a black hole for my time. Uh, what were you talking about? Sorry, I derailed this bitch. <laughs> no, it's all good. I was I was mostly drawing a blank. Just all the crossovers with movies and everything. But I know you're mentioning Marvel versus DC. I want to see more outlandish stuff. Like, I want to see... What happened to uh, uh, Marvel and um, uh, anime with big people that eat people i was just talking about that man yeah yeah but what, what did it come out did oh it come you mean out? the actual movie version of that no there was a manga it was that was going to come out wasn't there or did it come out already? i was just talking about that it's the marvel versus attack on titan cross yeah but did it come out yeah it's already out well why haven't we seen it or reviewed it i because I, I sold i was just telling you this i, I wasn't t- listening i know you weren't i was yeah. it was comic book day and i want and i didn't have a chance to go to the uh the comic book store it came out on free comic book day which was and like, you didn't go? I, 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 I was you working. have a nerd responsibility. Corey. I know I did, but I was working and I had responsibilities. My mom was in town. You know, my brother was there. We were having dinner. You know, I just it all know. sounds like bullshit to me. Yeah. Anyway, <laughs> but uh, I am going to be making a pilgrimage to my local comic book store tomorrow to see what they do have. Not only to check on the whole Attack on Titan, but to of course pick up my monthly Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. That's true. I yes. can't fucking believe you didn't get it yet, though, Corey. Sorry, I'm very fucking disappointed <laughs> in you. But that that is uh, one of the highlights of my week. Like I love fucking going to the comic book store, man. Like just it, it gives me such a nice old school feeling. They let you read. They don't just tell you to get out. And they have really affordable books. And that's one of the other reasons I'm really looking forward to uh, MomoCon uh, this weekend because I'm going to be looking for a few books. You know, I bet that's a lot like me going to my local hobby shop because mm-hmm. I go to this this place uh, called 
Uh, actually, I'm not going to say the name. Mm-hmm. Um, but anyway, I go to uh, uh, this ho- ho- hobby shop, and it is so much fun to sit there and talk about drones with these guys because mm-hmm. they, they have like all the remote control planes and stuff. And they want to talk about all the receivers and the control services you can buy. And, and we just sit there and talk nerd all the time, like drone nerds. And uh, I'm I not embarrassed him. to admit I, I've spent two hours at the comic book shop just talking. Yeah, me and those guys, we just we, we like see see Mark and Sandy at Titan Comics. They're awesome. There we go. Mm-hmm. And uh, I just like love hanging out there. Mm-hmm. I just sit there and we just talk about props and motors and receivers and all this nerdy shit. And it's just so much fun. I mean, if in this this comic store that I go to, too, it's been open uh, for over 30 years. Like it's been around for a long time. If they ever get to a point where they seem like they want to shut down, I'm like, I want to buy that. <laughs> like, I don't want that to go under. That's such an important part of like that neighborhood, and just I love it. And it's only like five minutes from my house too, which is even more amazing. And they have a lot of cool stuff there too, just like all the you know merchandise and just ugh, it makes me feel like a kid again. I love it. Okay, here's another thing I found. Yeah, it's called Adorable Predator vs. Prey. Adorable Predator. Oh my god! <laughs> it's a, it looks like a baby seal like murdering a penguin. Who, a baby penguin with big eyes. They both have big eyes. Yeah, it's you know it's funny. It's like violent, but it is adorable at the same time. Scroll down. Yeah. Oh god, this is gonna get. Oh, there's more of them. Okay. Yeah. Now the owl one's more fucked up. I don't know why <laughs> it's more fucked up. Owls already um, have big the eyes. The tiger though. one though, where it's like ripping into the neck of the zebra. Uh, we're, we're, uh, I know we said we weren't going to do any awkward Imgur readings, but Christian, include these pictures. Okay. These are freaking hilarious. I'll grab these. Especially the fox eating the, the, the rabbit who is totally smiling about like having its entire vertebrae ripped out. That's great. Yes, yes, yes. We'll, we'll, uh, we'll include these. I'll save that. Mm. Yes. Uh, yeah, but you're right, dude. There's certain things, certain, we, we talk a lot about buying things online and how awesome mm. it is, or I, I, I like to think it's pretty cool. And it is cool, but man, like there is something awesome about going somewhere and having dudes to hang out with mm-hmm. in their environment. Or if you're like, you're looking for something that's like hard to find and you find it. Yes. It's just like, oh, yes. I made this journey and the journey is over. Yes. Just there's something about that that's really triumphant, you know, and uh, maybe that is because of the generation we grew up in, you know, I don't know. I'm glad that I grew up in the gen. like, you know, we mentioned earlier, would you like to be born in the, the past or the future? I love where I was born because it was the perfect combination of the old and the new. I grew up before the internet and all that other bull crap, and then I grew up right after it to see the change in the world, and uh, I really appreciate that. You know, no, it's, it it's, does make me feel, you know, there are a few moments, I'm not going to lie, like, and I hate myself for this because I told myself I'd never do it, those, like, in my day kind of moments. Yes. You know what I mean? Like, in my day kind of moments. Little by little, I keep having, like, in my day, we didn't have that, blah, blah, blah. And I hate saying that because it just makes me sound so old. Well, we are old. Yeah. I mean, I'm fucking turning 29 this month. It's depressing. But it's actually not depressing because I don't really care because I'm happy with where I am. (laughs) It seems seems like once you reach a certain, like, age in the mid-20s, like, you just don't care anymore about birthdays. You're just like, I'm fucking over it. whatever. Like, birthdays literally almost become another day. Yeah, like, if a... 30 something it's like oh i get cake today that's pretty cool yeah like i'm a 30 i'm working on my birthday <laughs> and i scheduled yeah work. you are I you're am. totally working on your birthday like hardcore I, i'm doing an eight hour this whole day weekend on, you're on, you're non-stopping yeah i just i was like fuck it i'd rather take some time for yourself if no, you no 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 well i'm gonna go get dinner with my family yeah, but that's go. it but yeah. literally eat a good meal that's it that's all i'm doing but if a 30 year old man came up to me or a 30 something year old dude came up to me and let's just say I was like at a bar. Mm-hmm. He's like, dude, it's my birthday. Woo! I'd be like, you're weird, man. Yeah. Like, aren't you over this? You mm-hmm. know, we're way past this, aren't we? What? 
it's not your sweet 16 anymore, bitch. You know, like, you know, <laughs> <laughs> like no one owes you anything on your mm. birthday anymore. If you want to, if you want to hear a really funny bit, uh, from a comedian about, uh, how you should spend your birthdays, look up Patton Oswalt, um, from one of his CDs. I think it's called werewolves and lollipops. And he does this whole bit about how after the age of 21, you should only have one birthday for the rest of your life every 10 years. And it's really freaking funny, and it makes sense, and it totally goes along with what we're saying. That makes sense, yeah. Mm-hmm. One fucking because I mean, after twenty one, I mean, you know, it's it's hard to go up from there because you know your twenty first birthday is usually pretty nutty. Yeah, like what do you really need to be doing on your birthday when you're old, older? You don't. Need I mean, to be I, doing. all I really, you know, I'd like a little cake. That's really it. Like, you know, I don't even, you know, my mom, she calls me. She's like, hey, your birthday's coming up in a week. What do you want for your birthday? Yeah. I finally got to do my mom's ridiculous southern accent um i'm like mom i don't know just uh i don't know, send me a cake or something like that's really all i want is just a cake like i don't want anything else um and i'm content with that well I it's am. just it's true i mm-hmm. mean like what what the fuck do y'all see my you mouth know? is salivating right now thinking of birthday cake <laughs> like right now i haven't actually like eaten today to be honest so thinking about that 50 cent line yeah and honestly that seems <laughs> and honestly that seems like a good segue uh to the end of today's episode which i know is a very mellow kind of all over the place kind of ridiculous i love episode. these ones i love these um, but yeah um but like i said we have some big plans for the future we're getting close to the 20th episode um we're working on actually getting some guests on the show some people who've been in the youtube anime community uh so we can talk to them and talk about all the other cool stuff uh, get them involved. Um, we haven't been working very hard on getting these uh, in a downloadable form in terms of audio, but we do promise we will get to that eventually. Um, we're still sort of like transitioning and, uh, you know, making this work. Yeah. 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 Mm-hmm. Well, here's what we're going to do. We're going to make it. A, we're gonna, I got a plan. I'm going to tell you about it literally right now uh-huh. on the podcast. We are going to get a SoundCloud account and SoundCloud now li- lets you link your stuff to iTunes. So it's that simple because we were trying to go through. Um. We were trying to go through Lipson, which mm-hmm. is a podcast service, but their their model is based on how big the podcasts are is how much you pay. And we do hour long podcasts yeah. and we do them four times a month. And that is about like on average, just to tell you guys just a little bit of tech stuff. This is about 30 gigs of mm-hmm. shit. Every one of these, these <laughs> raw episodes is 30 gigs of shit. And then when you cut it down into an episode, it's about two and a half to three gigs of shit. And uploading to Lipson with three gigs four times a month literally would almost cost us four hundred dollars. Yeah. And I was like, "Fuck, man, I'm not going to pay four hundred dollars to put this podcast on mm-hmm. iTunes." Maybe I'm exaggerating those numbers, but it was definitely over a hundred dollars, yeah. and we could not afford to do that mm-hmm. every month. Like, I'm not going to put a hundred dollar bill, and we, and we don't want to like put you guys in a situation where you have to like. We want to make it free. Yeah, free is the point, you know, mm-hmm. and donate when you want. You know, mm-hmm. and the PayPal links down below. Mm-hmm. And anyway, the uh, the point is uh, that uh, SoundCloud does unlimited uploads for fifteen dollars a month. Yeah. Uh, we're going with them. Mm-hmm. Uh, Lipson supposedly better, but fuck you and your model. I can't pay that much. Yeah. You know, sorry, Lipson. Uh, but yeah, we're gonna make a SoundCloud. Everyone's talked about us putting SoundCloud up anyway. You know, they were like, I like listening to podcasts on SoundCloud or mm-hmm. music, and the player embeds awesome all over the internet. So we're excited about doing that. And then the other thing is, we really want to. Um, I was listening to this podcast, the Joe Rogan experience, which I'm an avid fan of. This podcast is practically our version of the Joe Rogan experience in a lot of ways. Uh, But he had this pro gamer on and they were talking about Twitch. And um, the coolest thing is um, 
I was thinking about why don't we Twitch? You know, mm. why not? And we have the technical know-how. And we've to do gotten it. requests for like gaming videos for a very long time. And I don't want to go through the hassle of recording us gaming and then editing it and did it. I'd rather just live stream some Twitch. Yeah, you know, as opposed to just doing like a heavily edited let's play. You know, I don't just want do the, to. Uh, I don't have the time to do that. Yeah, you know, I barely can be in these podcasts. We'll give you guys the real video game experience via Twitch. Yeah. So and maybe we'll copy those Twitch videos and put them on our YouTube channel as well, but. Hopefully, in the next month, uh, we'll have Twitch up and running mm-hmm. for us. Yeah. And we have other rooms here in the studio, which we're going to set up to be our Twitch rooms. Mm-hmm. Uh, and so, yeah. yeah. We have a lot of really fun games, um, mostly right now PS4 and Wii U related. Yes. Uh, so if you guys have any games that you actually want us to play or uh, any games suggestions. You send us. Or send us. Yeah, that would be even better. Uh, just you know, tell us in the comment section below. The other thing is we're also going to base all this through uh, capture cards through computers. So if you want to send us like games on Steam that you know you can gift games on steam if you gift us some games on steam uh we'll play them mm-hmm. you know because we can play them through the computer uh so i'm working on buying a pc for all of our capture card mm-hmm. needs and things like that and uh i'm gonna train Corey on how to use everything so even if i'm not here he can do it and it's, it's we're gonna figure it out together guys yeah, and, and it's gonna it's be fun exciting. i mean and it's it's gonna be everything too you know single player games multiplayer games every type of genre we'd like to cover and uh, there's a lot of big games coming out this year and there's a lot of them that I think would be really fun to cover. Yes. And I just want us, we need to be doing more than just YouTube. So I'm mm-hmm. excited about doing Twitch and mm-hmm. I hope you guys follow us. Um, we're very lucky. Also, I have some people in the film community that want to come on and promote some work they've been doing. Uh, so they're probably going to be guests on our show. Mm-hmm. And then we also have uh, Paul Jenkins, who we really want to bring on, who is the writer of the Inhumans, or, or one of the main writers of one of the main arcs from the Inhumans, mm-hmm. who is a huge, like they're going to make Inhumans into a movie. Oh yeah, it's going to be hu- in three years from now. They're going to, it's going to be amazing that we had one of the writers of the original Inhumans mm-hmm. in here. And, and, you know, and Paul's been in the industry for a long time too. You know, he's yeah. worked on a lot of classic titles like Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles and uh, even the origin of one of the most famous X Men, if not the most famous of all time, Wolverine. Oh, I was going to say uh, a Storm. No, I'm kidding. Wolverine's way cooler. <laughs> Wolverine's way cooler. Yeah. Anyway, so yeah, he he wrote fucking Wolverine's origin story. Mm-hmm. He's like a nerd god. Why isn't he as famous as Stan Lee? Mm-hmm. I don't know. But the point is, uh, he wants to come on and be on here, so we're working on figuring out schedules. He's very busy right now. Mm-hmm. He is currently writing the current version of Spawn's story. Mm-hmm. Holy shit, and that guy's my friend. Can mm-hmm. you believe that? I like get weird around him. Or I don't, but I should. I should. And uh, it's the beginning of exciting things for the summer season of the Powerful Nerdcast. Yes, you guys. So thank you so much for watching. I think we're going to wind this bitch down. Uh, we really appreciate everything. Give us more viewer questions. Tell us things to look at on the internet. We're always down with that. I'm going to make sure to put those pictures in. Uh, and uh, yeah, anything else you want to say, Corey? That's pretty much it. Just thank you guys again for watching us. Boom. Make sure to uh, like the video, share it with all your friends, subscribe, uh, subscribe to the channel. Subscribe. Helps us out a lot. Yes, okay, guys, and until next time, stay dandy, baby.